What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood, part of the Track Star Sports Network. This is Jay Jock. Well, it's done. The Hawks announced yesterday that Lloyd Pierce is going to be the next head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. Now, we're going to get into that a little bit in this episode, but also we're going to talk about the Dwayne Casey firing, how that should or shouldn't have impacted the coaching decision. But first, let's talk about a great app for those on Android devices. What you should do right now is go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. This app allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want to listen to, select them as favorites, and have them all just a click away. Right now, Trackstar Sports is actually a featured podcast, so make sure you download this app right now. Again, the app is Podcast Republic, available on your Android devices. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about this coaching situation. All right, so Lloyd Pierce. I briefly talked about him last episode. Basically that he was the Sixers assistant coach and is known widely around the league as one that is very good in player development. He was the Cavs developmental coach then came on as coaching staff and developmental staff for the Grizzlies, where according to Josh Wilson of Fansided, he was credited much to the development of Mark Gasol. Then he had a brief stint in Golden State, but when uh, Mark Jackson came on as head coach, Mark Jackson wanted to bring in his own staff, of course, so he let um, Pierce go. He then went on to the Sixers, and that's where he is currently focusing on defense and player development. Now, since last episode, I've heard a lot of Philly fans um, pretty much gushing praise over Lloyd Pierce. We know he's good at developing big men like Mark Gasol, but also in Philly, he is um, widely responsible for helping players like Rocco um, turn into a three-point threat and just basically doing really great stuff with um, player development. According to Keith Pompey of the Philly Inquirer, um, Pierce's main task actually at Philly is um, helping with their defense, where they excelled in this category. Um, They're currently 10th in points allowed and 6th in a points field goal percentage made. So that's good news. He's doing great. They're doing great. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. Pierce, to me, he seems like a great fit here in Atlanta. Also, it's a three-year contract, so we can get three years of Pierce being a great developmental coach. And if after those three years, our young players are ready to really compete, we can go for more of a proven coach that has more um, of coaching abilities in regards to like an X and O type coach. However, of course, it's possible that Pierce will excel in this also and prove that we should just retain him, which I hope is what will happen because um, I would just rather him stay on. I like I like him as a coach. So, of course, here is the massive elephant in the room. Dwayne Casey. So Dwayne Casey was just fired from the Toronto Raptors about two days ago. Casey was voted among his peers as the best coach this year. So the NBA, they have, of course, every year, the coach of the year. That's what the NBA as an organization deems the best coach. Now, the, the coach, coaching association um, also has a, um, an award, which is the NBA coaching association coach of the year. That's voted on by the NBA coaches, and they voted this year Dwayne Casey to receive that honor. All right, so he had that. So he's a great coach. 
He has a great regular season record with the Raptors, but because of his playoff record, he was let go. Mainly, also, it seems like because he kept on, he keeps on getting swept by LeBron James and the Cavs. So people are upset that he didn't seem to get an interview with the Hawks. Instead, we went ahead and we hired Pierce instead. So this is something I would like to address. All right. First of all, we really don't know that he was not um, contacted for an interview. He could have been contacted for an interview, but just flat out said, I don't want to interview for the Hawks. But regardless, I want y'all to picture this scenario or picture this metaphor in your head real quick. All right. Maybe this will help you understand where I'm coming from and why I don't think it's a very big deal that we either didn't even reach out to um, Casey or if we did reach out that he didn't want to respond back with an interview. All right. Picture a beautiful puzzle of, let's say, a dinosaur. And this dinosaur puzzle, it's massive. It's beautiful. It looks realistic. It's great. Everyone seems to like this dinosaur puzzle. You know a lot of people that actually own this puzzle. It's always selling out at Walmart and Hobby Lobby and all these places. So it's very successful. It's a great puzzle, okay? Now let's say we have another puzzle. And this puzzle is like, let's say, a bird, okay? This puzzle is missing pieces right now and it's being built now would you automatically take a piece of the dinosaur puzzle and put it in this new bird puzzle of course not it it doesn't fit into this puzzle just because the dinosaur puzzle is great and successful doesn't mean it fits into every puzzle and it will also ruin the picture of this bird puzzle so it's not a good idea to put it in because it's just not a good fit To me, Casey, Dwayne Casey is like this puzzle. Just because he was great in Toronto does not mean he will fit into what we're trying to do in Atlanta. It makes absolutely no sense right now to try to bring him to Atlanta. Remember, Budenholzer was also a great X and O coach, just like Dwayne Casey. However, Budenholzer wanted to win now, but since since we're in the beginnings of a long rebuild, he left us. Casey is also a great X and O type coach, but of course he also wants to win now. I don't think he's going to be interested in a rebuild at all. And it's a waste of time to try to get him to Atlanta when he's likely going to just do the same thing that Budenholzer did. Focus winning now at the detriment of draft acquisitions. In fact, he would never come here anyway, knowing our situation. We were 24 We were a 24-win team. He doesn't want to come here. The lottery is next week. We need to hire a coach as soon as possible and not waste time with these pie-in-the-sky ideas of Dwayne Casey coming to a rebuilding team like Atlanta. It's just not going to happen, okay? Now, I understand that Casey did change the culture of Toronto. He's a great coach. He implemented less iso ball. He implemented more spacing, and he turned their good players into great players and made Toronto into a great team. He did that with Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. The thing is, is Atlanta does not have players like Lowry and DeMar DeRozan to work with right now. That's why we're building through the draft. And since we're building through the draft so we can acquire these types of players, we need a developmental coach to help these young players. That has to be our number one priority. 
Now, real quick, I want to just recount something that um, our new coach, Lloyd Pierce, had said in an interview with um, Pompey um, in the Philadelphia Inquirer again, okay? This is why Pierce said he's excited about coming to Atlanta. I'm going to quote him. He says, the main reason is just looking at their young players. They got four guys in the draft. They got a couple of young players that are on their roster. So what's most important when you are dealing with young players and young talent is the development and relational side of that. It's kind of my track record. It's anybody's track record of how do you communicate? How do you work with players? How do you develop? And what does that mean? Do you see the focus on player development here? This is Pierce's forte. This is exactly what we need now. Pierce just came from a team that was the worst in the NBA for a long time. Then he developed their young talent to the point where they were predicting this year to actually win the Eastern Conference. And they are easily one of, if not the most talented young teams in the NBA right now. That's the situation with Pierce. Now, look at Dwayne Casey, okay? This is his situation. He coached the number one seed in the East. It's good. He was voted as the best coach by his peers. Also good. He had a great regular season record, but was fired for his postseason losses. Now, looking at that, what do you think Dwayne Casey wants to do right now in his career? Obviously, he has something to prove, particularly in the playoffs. So why in the world would he come to the worst possible situation to prove himself in the playoffs by going to Atlanta, who is trying to avoid the playoffs for draft picks? We're not trying to get to the playoffs. Why even interview Casey when we know it's the worst possible fit for him? I doubt he's going to focus developing um, our young picks. He's going to be like Budenholzer, who's... He's good at developing, but his main focus is going to be winning now. We were 24 and 58. Much of our fan base is actually mad that we did not go 22 and 60 because we won those two games late in the season. We're not focused on winning now. Now, we don't have to agree with tanking, but it happens and it's happening (laughs) to the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sure the last thing that Casey is willing to do right now is tank. So why interview him? So, of course, in three to four years, I would absolutely love Dwayne Casey or a coach like him as our coach. However, right now, it's just not a good fit for the Hawks because he's going it's going to be the Budenholzer situation all over again. I understand some frustration among fans that we didn't even seem to reach out for an interview. But again, because of the points I mentioned above, let's not get hung up on that. Let's just be happy that Pierce has already successfully done what we're trying to do. And not only that, he's excited to do it again for us. I think it's a great hire. And it just doesn't make a lot of sense to go after Dwayne Casey when he, he doesn't fit into our current plans. So that's my take on it. If you disagree with me, hit me up on social media. Um, I am J-Jock. That's spelled J-A-E-J-O-C. I am J-Jock at all social media. We, we can talk about it. Um, I'm willing to hear your disagreements. But... For right now, that's all I have for today. So this was the Hawks on the Hardwood podcast on the Trackstar Sports Network. This is Jay Jock. Hope to hear from y'all next week.